This could get dicey as a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, so things can sometimes get a little, well, you know. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. And welcome to This Could Get Dicey, a D&D podcast where a group of buds get to unwind from their 9-to-5s and step into the world of Drew Gala. My name is Destiny Nieto. I'm losing my voice. I play Loomis Bjorn. <laughs> and before things get a little too dicey, I just like to say it's a beautiful day to put a little Baileys in your hot chocolate. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh my God. Milk drunk. Milk drunk. Milk right. drunk. I did this it's- at work today, too. I'm joking. I'm working yeah. at school. <laughs> this is a joke. Anyone who works in my school. I'm <laughs> All right. What was the just like in the morning? What time was it when you did this? Um, let's see, like ten minutes ago before we started recording. <laughs> Hell Fuck yeah, yeah, brother. Fuck yeah. Responsible. <laughs> oh. Responsible podcasting. I didn't see that in your getting ready to podcast video. Oh, that that's a new um thing. I didn't have Bailey's whenever I recorded that. <laughs> I I don't drink anymore at the moment, and that is I miss white Russians. I miss Kahlua. I miss mm. the creamy, the creamy, the dude. creamies. That's not it is, maybe not the best word for that, but no, it's the correct. It. Okay, it's okay. The way to say it. The the a couple weeks ago, I I swung by um a local Austin liquor store chain and picked up just a bottle of eggnog, and it's just like. I don't want to drink like a pint glass of it, you know what I'm saying? But like a little, a little, just like a little sippy sip of the milky milk. Oh, saying it that way is also bad, though. But like, let's go around the room here. Like, who's who loves a glass of milk? I love. I mean, I couldn't. I don't think I could drink a. I haven't drank like a glass of milk in a very, very long time. If it came across my table, I would chug it without hesitation because I love it. Um, my but people. I, yeah, I love milk. I love oat milk. I love it all. I love it all. Like cow milk? I like, yeah, no, okay. I love cow milk. Well, I was ostracized at my work for liking a glass of milk. You need to quit your job and find new coworkers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, because they've all left now. So, oh. <laughs> so oh. milk drinkers have they remained. <laughs> the milk <laughs> drinkers have remained. I'll drink a glass of milk if I have like cookies with it, but not just on its own. Well, actually, I had chocolate milk at lunch today, so chocolate milk's where it's at. I think. I love ch- I love milk. Milk doesn't love me, so I've switched to milk alternatives. Not as good of just having like a cold glass of a milk alternative. Um, but yeah. So, do you drink your hot? Like, is your hot chocolate water based or? non-dairy milk based non-dairy milk based oh like an oat milk yeah it so it's oh. like hot chocolate mix which i'm pretty probably has some milk in it um and, and oat milk but i can't just have a full glass of milk i think the last time i had a glass of milk was at your house becky and oh. afterwards i almost died couldn't oh. don't you have tummy troubles like all the time becky <laughs> yeah no 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 we've we've recovered Oh, okay, good. We've recovered. Oh, good. Take your probies, everybody. Find a good gotcha, one. Gotcha. Lots of strands. Lower <laughs> your stress. Um, Do I have to put milk in the content warning? <laughs> Meal. Contains milk. <laughs> Hi, my name is Alex Villarreal. I play Ellis Vendove, and it's a beautiful day to uh, start a new playlist. Yes. Ooh. I love that. What, what's the yeah. vibes? What's the vibes of this playlist? Every well, every year, well, every December, I start my next year's playlist, which I slowly build out throughout the year. So, like my 2023 playlist has officially come to a close. I listen to it all year, and it's like really, really great. But uh, it's always like January and February of the new year is always like kind of rough because like right now it's like you know three songs. And it's just like gonna slow. I just like if I hear a song I like, I add it to that playlist. I remove as necessary. Um, but it's it's fun. It's fun to watch this 
this like little playlist grow to like a hundred song playlist by the end of the year. What's like the top? What's like the top genre on your playlist? Um, it kind of changes by year. Uh, I started this in twenty twenty two. Uh, sad year. Very 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 sad. Um, uh, twenty twenty three was a uh, a lot heavier music. Um, twenty twenty four is starting out kind of he- heavy. Um. I kind of it kind of jumps all over the place. I uh, also I mean this this past year was a lot of pop country. It was a lot of pop country oh. and thrash metal. <laughs> I've been combo. doing something similar to that, but I've been going since 2016. And what I do is I create like a top 50, or like I have a a playlist where it's like new music gets added to it. That's like the new playlist, and then I have create a playlist that's specifically for top played songs that were added that year so then i have like a top 50 like true songs that i added and listened to that year and then i'll also make a playlist of like all the songs i added that year it's nice it's really good it's like a little it's like a little time capsule yeah i like curate like i know like spot like the recaps they cover like you listen to this song but you could have like started listening to that song like three years ago i like doing it where it's like a nice like you just started listening to it this year and look how much you liked it hi my name is Kenny Chilton, and I play Emil Mazak, and it's a beautiful day to wear a favorite piece of clothing. Do y'all have like a, like, I love this piece of clothing. I like when I wear it. I like how it makes me feel. I like the look of it. Do you have one? I have a certain pair of jeans that I um, literally cannot wait to wear, like, whenever the weather gets appropriate for this pair of jeans. I love, I love my jeans. Are you wearing them right now? No, I'm wearing sleepy time pajama pants. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Mine is this shirt that I just got. This is a new favorite. I got it like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And it's reversible. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I feel like a child. I get totally Extra stinky. <laughs> <laughs> We're two days in a row. <laughs> I have some favorite pieces of clothes. But yeah, yeah, they're all like winter based or like cool weather based. I'm not Same. really a summer clothes person. I hate I hate summer clothes, especially here in Texas. Yeah, I have a few favorite shirts. Like, I feel like I have a top three favorite shirts. I do real hardcore recency bias for t-shirts. I like, mm. I, I don't buy t-shirts anymore unless I love the t-shirt. Like, I, I'm just at a place in my life that I don't need to just get a random t-shirt for no reason anymore. So, like, if I buy a t-shirt, it's actually, it's like absolutely the best thing in the world. And it's like, you are my new favorite son. <laughs> The rest of you all are dead. I think I've seen me. you wear shirts like repeatedly. <laughs> I love it. Man of a few I love showing them off to my friends. Think specifically the Billy Joel. Yeah. And who else is on that shirt? Elton John. That belonged. To, that shirt belonged to my mother. A classic shirt. Yeah. Wore it to death. It's a sleepy time shirt now because I wore it too much. Right. <laughs> Hello, my name is Becky Schmader, and I am the game master for this. Could get dicey, and it's a beautiful day to just really spend like a lot of time on wikipedia reading too much about stuff for like no reason at what all what stuff what stuff what stuff what'd you read what'd you read all what'd right read? it started because this all started because i saw a tweet that was like i think george R. R. martin was thinking about 80s fantasy movies when he wrote game of thrones and i wish they had gone with that vibe for a tv show and so then i looked at top fantasy movies for the 80s and then I got down the list far enough past ones I had like heard about till I got to the movie Excalibur which I had never watched before and then I went on a looked up that plot and like all that on Wikipedia and then I went to the director and the director of Excalibur is the same guy who directed Deliverance so then I looked up the whole plot to Deliverance which I don't know why <laughs> I did that, that. bad <laughs> not good not good <laughs> And then um, that was kind of the end of that one. There was, you know, a little hopping around. And then not, but 20 minutes ago, 30 minutes ago, I guess, was on a Kirsten Dunst uh, rabbit hole because I, ooh, because good. I saw that nice. she, her, her and her husband are like in a movie again together. And someone made a joke that she just like forces the people to hire her husband too when she gets hired for a movie now. She's uh she's married to the uh guy from the the evil guy from Breaking Bad, Jesse Clemens. Oh, but he's yeah Jesse Jesse Clemens 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 with a P, Jimmins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then I went on a Kirsten Dunst thing and I read her whole entire. Well, and I didn't I didn't get past Spider Man. So, but we were, I was reading like all of her like 
everything. And Wait, they're married? Yeah, they just got married last year. Hey, I know this. They, they've been dating <laughs> since they were on Fargo together. Yeah. Uh, that's how they met. But And then they had two kids, and then they just got married in 2022. Aaron Paul, isn't that his name? No, no, no. Jesse Plemons, the guy Jesse who's in Plemons. Friday Night Lights. He's in Friday Night Lights, He too. plays Landry. He's Landry. Aaron Paul Wait, also in Breaking Bad. They're married? <laughs> yes. Yes. Damn, I will watch Landry? anything with Jesse Plemons in it. Man, he's really good. He's fab. He's fabulous. He's that good. white boy cooks. He's also in the newest uh, Martin Scorsese film. Yes, he is. I don't remember the name uh, of that movie because it's really long. Killers of the Flower Moon? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm that's so that's a Wikipedia plot synopsis that I plan to that's dive in. Only way Alex. Like, oh, I've seen movies. it. <laughs> My favorite form of media consumption is movie <laughs> Wikipedia plot summaries. Yeah, I'm not so I, summary of all of this. I think I'll watch Excalibur. I don't think I'll watch Deliverance ever in my life. It's a good way to. It's a good way to find out. Yeah. Are y'all ready? Ready. Thank you. Yeah, I th- I like this. I think this is a newer bit of like. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. Aye, aye, Captain. Thank you. Last we left off, our adventurers were making their way through the city of Venzor. They went to the Marguerite Trading Company warehouse where they met Damien Marguerite, one of Elman Marguerite's older brothers. They paid their condolences and made their way to shop the city. Looking for a way to travel faster, they went to Venzor's House of Wonders where they purchased a few items, including the prototype for a teleportation box. Returning home for the evening, they played a game that Kenny sprung on me called Small Business Sunday and then called it an evening. Uh, but as everyone went to bed, Loomis snuck out to do their ritual and stopped by the temple to Dodathal to see if they would be invited in. Then in the night, Ellis was visited by Nanoxus with more details on his friends that need to get into the ball. Quite a busy episode last episode. And we find you all on Monday, the 29th day of Windcrisp. You all are to meet with Elizabeth still tomorrow, and the ball will be the following day. So, you all are, it's Monday morning in the Mazak home. What are you all doing? Oh, we all, I wish it was Sunday. I'm, uh, Ellis is in, the, is in the shower again in the bathroom, um, taking up too much time. There's like right. steam like... coming through the door. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we sent the kids off to school. Kara's at the shop, leaving us at the house alone at this moment. And so it's fine that Alice is taking a lot of time. Um, I'm like checking on house stuff. Like, how's this house doing? Emil cares a lot about how the gardens look outside, etc. Um, resisting the urge to eat the plants. Uh, he'll just like walk walk the, the gardens, walk the grounds and uh, make sure everything's up up to par yeah it's a you know wind crisp is fall so things are starting to like wither a little bit but also Vinzor's on the southern part of the continent so it's still a little bit warm Uh, so there's definitely some like leaves falling uh, but there's still some plants alive in the garden much like my own garden in Texas in December which is growing jalapenos yet covered in dead leaves yeah I have tomatoes in my garden right now inexplicably crazy so anyways that's what's happening outside in your garden i'll invite loomis to go on this walk with me if he wants to yeah this whole morning i think loomis was just awkwardly sitting in your breakfast nook waiting for something to happen and (laughs) and joins you (laughs) oh you look like you got some rest last night that's good yeah finally got some rest the past couple nights so that's been nice what do you think of my garden good enough to eat funny but yes (laughs) did you ever have a garden back home wherever home was you i can't remember what you said um i guess not in my recent place of residency it's it's pretty cold there it was in mooncrest but i previously had a garden yeah like this or small or big tell me about it Uh, uh bigger i was a farmer oh Farmer Loomis, I can't, I mean, I guess I can see it. You're kind of withdrawn. Were you always like this when you were a farmer? Were you like this or were you like a cheery kind? Uh, I, I, I think I've always been like this. I'm maybe a little bit more cheery. I've always sounded like this. Oh, okay. Uh, wow, so you had a much bigger garden than this. What did you grow? 
uh, everything. I, I, I made all the food for the town I was in. I, I was the main source of sustenance. So not only did you... F- okay, you've told us before that you kind of fed everyone. I didn't know you grew all the plants. That's That's pretty cool. Yeah, it worked out just the way the soil was whenever I would deplete it. The crops kind of grew stronger around it afterwards. Huh. It's kind of kind of a cruel irony, don't you think? Absolutely. Well, I'm sorry that happened, uh, but I'm glad you're here right now. Uh, so maybe not that sorry, but I hope your farm... Uh, did anyone take over for you when you left, or what I, happened? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like a hundred plus years ago, so... I hope someone took care of it afterwards. I kind of just got bored with it and moved on. You've never checked in? Never gone back home to check in? Well, no. Why? Like I said, I moved on. I tried something else out. You have no desire to go back. See how home is. Check in on the grounds and, you know, your legacy or anything like that. It wasn't necessarily home. It was just a point in time for me. I don't necessarily have a home. I kind of move around a lot. Maybe home isn't so much a place. I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, the memories you make along the way or whatever. Maybe. Anyway, uh, sorry if it was awkward the other night. Um. But it was, it was, I was right. It was actually helpful to have the two of you there. I, I felt like my resolve was stronger. You're welcome, I guess. No more awkward conversations, though. I, I think we've reached a good, we're in a good spot. Good. Do you, like, need to kill something soon? Or is eating people's lawns enough? The lawns suffice. Not gonna lie, I think it'd be fun to get into a fight again, but it's not needed. Okay, let's just not do it, like, around here. I don't want anyone to see us, you know, fighting or whatever. As I, like, wave to a neighbor cheerily. Hi! We don't need to fight in in this neighborhood. I'm not gonna pull my spear out and kill your neighbor. Oh, good. Do you have your spear on you right now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Loomis, stay strapped. Yeah. Okay, we just walk the ground to chat, I think, until Alice is done showering and we can decide what to do for the day. I imagine, like, we're talking and then at one point we look up and Alice is just lovingly looking at us with, like, a coffee mug out the window like a 90s mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, look- I'm looking down at y'all and I go, hey, Emil, you're out of hot water. <laughs> and I just turn around and go back inside. <laughs> Oh, also, I have uh, something to talk to y'all about later. And I scurry away. Let's do it now. We got nothing to do. <laughs> I'm on the second floor. Meet me in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> we meet up in the kitchen. I make Elle something to eat. Okay. Um. So, I guess what happened to me? You used all the expensive soaps I have in my bathroom. Correct. Lewis? Uh, You clearly used all the hot water. Well, that's a freebie. Uh, but also, I needed to take a long, hot shower to decompress because um, I did have a meeting with um, uh, my pal Nanoxis last night. Did you call for the meeting? No, I just went to sleep. Um, uh, I prefer to just do that. Um, but Nanoxis, like I said, other plans... He did kind of break down a little bit more of the details of uh, what's expected of me and um, helping um, his friends get into the ball. So, um, you're, yeah, man, it's kind of juicy. Um, at first, I was kind of like scared. Uh, I still, well, hold on, pause. I'm still very scared. But um, he had, I basically kind of took y'all's advice and was like, hey, Give me what I want, too. Like, give me some answers. I need some answers if we're going to do this. And uh, um, he was a bit more he was a bit more receptive. Um, so um, pretty much the target um, for these people entering the ball is this fella 
named uh, uh, Maiden Van Boer. Um, Emil, are you are you aware of this this cat? Well, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Maiden Van Boer is one of the representatives to Venzor. Like, there's one leader of Venzor, and then there's three representatives. So he's one of the three representatives. And so, yeah, he's like, Bambor family is a very big family in town. Uh, Maiden is an elf, so he's been around for a long time. So he's a very, like, a pretty large figure within Benzor. Uh, does he have a particular, like, role as a representative? What's his job? Um, probably, like, the finances of the city. I imagine that he's been kind of, like, of the three representatives, definitely, like, monitoring, like, the taxes and the, the like, economy of the city. So definitely somebody that, like, you're, like, well aware of. Maybe haven't necessarily, like, spent a lot of time with because he's a busy guy, but some somebody, like, you're, like, all, all commerce kind of goes through him. Yeah, and what's his reputation? Uh, very serious definitely like a very uh like cut and dry person he uh definitely cares a lot about like appearance much like many people in Venzor, but uh appearance means like everything and his reputation means everything yeah i think as you say that alice i'll, I'll say target as in what like rob the guy or are you talking about killing one of the three arms of the city the latter. Um, now, let me provide a little bit of context here. Um, um, again, I don't know much about this dude, but apparently he had, um, or sorry, I know, yeah, past tense. He had a, a daughter um, named Alvina. And I don't know exactly why, but Alvina was exiled from the family and uh along with uh her partner um named cassia and after some short time they were executed um i don't know why but they they have the heads of donkeys now i i haven't seen them that's just what nanoxus told me um so that'll be startling but these uh, folks um, pretty much came to Nanoxus um, wanting revenge. Um, Alvina wanted uh, revenge against her father for, well, killing her. Um, and. Well, um, oh, I, well, I kind of got. Okay, it's a little jumbled. It's a, I think. So they were exiled, upset went to went to the Noxus, he encouraged them to exact revenge. They failed at the revenge, sort of like were caught in the act, were executed, and then they Noxus saved their souls basically. And Noxus I think told you all this. That. Um So I know things are a little muddy, um but um I Muddy, mm. muddy's a kind of a, a nice word for what I would call extremely fucked. Uh, he's, I mean, I, I don't think you understand. Maiden is like, he is like one of the right hand people for the leader of the city. He is a big deal. He is, he, all the commerce in the city runs through him. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I'm, he, he, he sounds very important. Um, not to kind of, be heartless about this but uh, you know dominoes fall all the time um and then another one will surely replace him i know that sounds kind of mean i don't really know the guy but he sounds like a real piece of shit um his daughters were the ones that were exiled they must have been exiled for some reason <laughs> or his daughter and her partner whatever whoever they were must have been exiled for something do you know why are you saying that you would exile your own daughters I'm not saying that, but my daughters have been raised in such a way where they wouldn't do anything against my business. I understand that this sounds very extreme, but let me just go ahead and just say the um, um, the role that, I guess, well, we play in this. 
All we have to do is get them inside the, the, the facility that we're going to. That's it. We don't have to guide them. We don't have... There is no B-plot to this. Uh, well, I guess there is a B-plot. But, uh, but our, our involvement in said B-plot is nothing. We get them in the door. We go about our business. If they fail, that's... The Noxus said that's, like, not our job. If they succeed, whoopsie-deezy. Some, some, somebody goes down. We all hug and we keep it pushing i do want to remind you all that i i'm i do not love this i am very new to this as well and i wouldn't be so uh, I, i'd be a bit more apprehensive if this was just like you know the the fantasy jesus needs to be murdered it's like no 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 this is a shitty dude do we know the story? And Do I know the story behind his daughter? Like, why? What happened there? Uh, roll a history check. That's a 19. You remember there being an execution that, like, Maiden specifically, like, pushed for, but mm -hmm. you remember the names of those the, the people executed within it, and they were not Alvina and Cassia. The, the problem with this story, we have to remember who we're dealing with, Ellis. You're dealing with the demon god of the night. How do you know that everything Ninoxus has told you has been straightforward? The execution that I remember didn't involve Alvina or Cassia at all. I mean, I don't. I, I, I don't know how truthful this fella is. Um... I find it completely logical that a person with an immense amount of power and wealth inside of one of the most powerful and wealthy cities would do something like this. Um, and I'm also not going to deny that I I can't help but I'm looking at the bigger picture here. Um, I, I, I know we have a lot of short-term goals and those short-term goals are our main priority, but Y'all, there's a long-term thing happening. There's there's something big brewing, and I think we're on the, the, the cusp of it. And I think... I think we're going to need Nanoxus' help. If something big is coming, then we will need all the help we can get. But I I don't know that I feel assured that Nanoxus is on the right side of it. How do we know that he's not helping? How do we know that we aren't puppets for him? in making the path easier for whatever's coming I don't know I, I, I'm remiss to trust a being who would send in two donkey headed assassins at someone based on a shoddy at best story and it could get in the way of the things we are trying to accomplish that, that kind of distraction could be bad for us counterpoint that kind of distraction could be exactly what we need to slip in and gain the exact information we need to gather. Loomis, what's your take on all this? I mean, you both pose excellent points. I, f I feel like if we do this for Nanoxus, maybe you know, we'll scratch his feathers, he'll scratch our backs. But also at the same time, how do we know he's telling the truth? But also, who are we to judge? I don't want to um, kind of put you on the spot here, Emil, but we are doing pretty risky and brash things in order to help get you that, the help that you need. And... I think the difference, I mean, there's a clear difference between your situation and my situation is that your situation has a very clear goal and your goal, and that goal is you not turning into a tree. My, the, my problem is that I, I don't know what the goal is yet. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like everything's going to be great if we just follow these directions. But I have to, I have to lean into it a little bit and... I don't know if we're close enough for this yet, but I'm, I'm I want to pull the card, y'all. I, I I 
I would like your help th with this. I, I promise, I promise that I will do everything in my power to make sure that there is no implication back to us. And if there is any implication, it is back to just me. Not you, Emil. Not you and your family and your business and your town. Loomis, you are a vampire. You can fly away. I can't do that yet. You, I believe that one day you will soar, Loomis. I mean, Alice and Emil, I think it's in the best of the, each of our interests that we do this thing for Nanoxes, because I can only imagine what he can do to Alice if Alice doesn't listen. Even if Maiden hasn't done anything wrong? I mean, I know I said I would do anything. You're right, Alice. Alice, I, I would do anything to find the answer to this and make sure my daughters are okay. And if if it comes to it and we are in the middle of something bigger, grander than ourselves, I, I would want to make sure we have all the weapons we need there too. But I, I, how do we know that taking out Maiden isn't a step in the wrong direction, a large one? I, I, I want to help you, Alice, but maybe helping you here is... Helping you slow down and see the bigger picture. I don't know. If I can be honest, my fear is is that I... I don't think I have an option here. I mean, I do think I have an option. I could sit down right now and crisscross applesauce and not do anything. And the party could go by. And I cannot let these donkey-headed um, lovers um, into this party. Um, but I, I, I fear the consequences. And if that means that... Somebody has to potentially, shit, I mean, die in the process, like, think it's the move. If it wasn't his daughter who was executed, who was it? Do I know who it was? You was like, remember it being, like, somebody, like, kind of inconsequential. Like, you don't remember the name being, like, anything you remember. Uh, or why they were executed? No, no, why? Uh, you do remember it was two women that were executed, though. I mean, how about how about this? Maybe a middle ground. We meet with Elizabeth tomorrow. Elizabeth is super well-connected, knows a lot of information. We can maybe slip this by her, just be like, we heard some rumblings around town about this certain thing, about this certain guy, and an execution. Like, can you confirm or deny any of this? And... If she's able to confirm it, I mean, we could spend the rest of the day like going around town and being like, "Have you ever heard of this guy?" to like random people, but like, I don't, I don't think that that'll prove fruitful to us. Um, yeah, I think we need some more time to sit on this, and, and running by Elizabeth's a great idea. Someone, someone else who we trust. I mean, as far as we can trust her, um, would would be a good thing. I also think it's another kind of point in the direction that maybe Kara shouldn't come to the party. I'm starting to <laughs> think this. that. Yeah, I had these <laughs> images of grandeur of having like our last formal dance before I turn into a stick. But I think uh, maybe she should stay home for this one. Um, and, and I don't know. Like, I, I think it's kind of important that the maybe the squirrels foolies start thinking about ourselves not necessarily in so much of a threesome but like let's start building a team let's start building a network and i don't know i think the mazax could be a a good network to that so if you feel the need to like be honest with kara about me i mean shit no i think she's dealing with enough i don't want to add any, anything else to it um if something happens to Maiden, I don't want my family to know that we had anything to do with it. That's a good point. You can just tell her you don't want her to go. <laughs> like, nah. Well, she knows how dangerous things are now. I, I think I will. Uh, I think I will just say that you know we're going to be there working. Alice, <sighs> I don't envy your position. I wouldn't want someone in my head like this. Um. I wouldn't want to possibly hold someone's life in my hands in the way you are right now. Not even knowing for sure if this person is guilty of anything. Um, but maybe it's for maybe it's for a greater cause. I don't know. I mean, let's get real here for a second. I don't want to be your position either. And I think as we push tor forward towards these 
in goals and you know for ourselves we are probably going to make more brash decisions because of these goals and if it ever gets to a point where we feel like we need to take the other person and shove them up against the wall and say "Uh uh-uh I mean you can pull that card too because Emil I'm sure you're gonna go to extreme lengths yeah, not anytime soon, I don't think. Not not for this mission. Yeah, and neither for me. Just a couple donkey-headed uh, dead people gonna get into a party, no big deal. I don't know, they look cool, we let them in, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> Let's go shopping. Let's get some okay. clothes and masks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And not get into any trouble at all. Just regular shopping. <laughs> <laughs> If Dungeons and Dragons has taught me anything over these past couple years, it's conflict resolution. Get a group of friends together, make up a problem, get way too serious about that problem, and then work together to solve it. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, This Could Get Dicey. It means so much that you're here. If you're liking it a lot, you know, tell a friend about it. We'd really, really appreciate that. Uh, Share it on your social medias. We'll take what we can get. Follow us on social medias on Instagram and TikTok at TCGDPod. We do funny stuff on there. We post silly videos. You get to see behind the scenes stuff. Anyway, I don't want to keep you too long. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get back to this episode. Bye. You all hit the town. Uh, You go out to the Light Watch District, which you're already in. Uh, And you go to a place called the Finery. Uh, This is the place to go for fine ball gowns, suits, masks, boots, jewelry. All the needs of high society are here. Uh, It's run by an old elven woman, slight wrinkles beginning to show at the corner of her eyes and graying blonde hair. Her name is Thamissa Everly. Despite the demeanor of those that frequent her shop, she is quite nice and gentle. Um, Hello there, welcome into the finery. Themissa, it's wonderful to see you, my dear. It's great to be back. Is the is the Wind Crisp catalog in, or what? Oh, yes, it is good to see you as well, Emil. Uh, I take it you are looking for uh, a, a, uh, a look for the Hallow Moon Ball that's coming up. Yes, for all three of us. Oh, excellent, excellent. Welcome, friends of Emil. Um, what... What sort of look are you all wanting? Who first? Who first? Who first? I feel like we should go path of most resistance first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get Loomis out of the way. Loomis, what do you want? I guess I have to pick something else other than black. Oh no, black is fine if that's what you want to wear. But it's masquerade, so what do you want covering your face too? You know. Yes, I I prefer to. I guess have a more elegant suit, but still black. And the mask, something earthy in color that stands out so that these two can spot me, but still blends into the crowd. Oh, we, uh, 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 an elegant black suit is no problem, my dearie. And she points you to the suits and they kind of get you in the get up and start um, chalking lines to make some modifications so it per- fits you perfectly and then she brings you over to like this large wall of mass that they have um, in ready for uh, the ball and kind of picks out this um, this like dark green one that has uh, sort of like green feathers coming off to one side um, and some like leaves on, on the other side um, with this do we can also zhuzh it up if you'd like. <laughs> I'm fine without the zhuzh. Excellent, my dear. Well, here are your items. We'll ring it all up at the end. Who's next? Um, hi, I'm Ellis. Um, um, so for my outfit, um, I like to keep my boots and I like to keep this new jacket I just got, but I like to build off of that. Um, I- I'm thinking just like very normal, nice um, kind of tight, um, not, I guess slim, um, uh, black suit pants. Um, I want a, a, a deep red, 
um, tuxedo shirt to go underneath my uh, my suit jacket. Um, if you have any um, bolo ties, I, I think that that could look really, really cool. Um, and then uh, for the mask, I, I haven't decided if I'm going to wear my hair um, like down or braided or anything like that. But I think for the mask, I'm thinking, do you have like kind of a black um, crow, kind of like a witch doctory mask not as scary as a witch doctor but just kind of a crow's mask maybe some red feathers do you mean a plague doctor yeah that one <laughs> of of course the people love the long nose of the plague doctor masks you know to keep the funk of the lower city out of <laughs> out of your nostrils yes yes ew gross stinky um but yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking kind of you know like um I, I want the red to I want the red to really really pop in my outfit so um, uh, the the feathers don't need to be super extravagant um, just 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 something to to really show me off a little bit absolutely uh, they do have bolo ties in from uh, the deserts of southern Nigeria where bolo ties are very popular they've shipped them into ice room just for the occasion. Uh, they also have yes a, a black a black mask. Um, it's kind of instead of it being like the large like bulbous kind of uh, hooked nose of a plague doctor, it has like a long elegant like thin nose that goes like down and out uh, with like kind of short black feathers that have been like trimmed uh, to just kind of make out like they're not like extravagant and taking over your whole head or anything, but um, they're trimmed to to fit the mask nicely. Ooh, this is so subtle. I love it so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, Emil, it is your turn. I want my outfit to be giving tree vibes. I'd like it to be like I've been on this journey. I've been around. I've seen Wind Crisp in other parts of the, the continent now. I'd like to have my outfit be uh, inspired by the very trees dying outside. Um, I'd like my mask to be made of bark and have some leaves coming off of it. And I know what I've said before, Themyssa, but I'm feeling a cape this time. Oh, excellent. We can definitely do that. Um, she brings you to some, like, deep, uh, deep green suits uh, that have kind of stitching in them to create sort of, like, vines that, like, go up and around, like, the whole piece. Um... She gives you like some uh, some a brown shirt to help match with the brown bark of the mask, and uh, yes, a nice a nice cape, also kind of made out of like leaves to an extent, so it it gives you a appearance of um, yeah, like le leaves down your back. Great. Now if I have to switch into tree mode, it won't look so weird. <laughs> okay. Now I feel I match Emil too much. Should I change? No, no, it's great. You look dynamite. Dynamite! You sure it doesn't match? It doesn't match at all. No. Not at all. And it's also going to be like a million, million people at this party. I'm sure we're all going to look like somebody there. I'm sure somebody will look like hot and sexy just like I'm looking. And then I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> another somebody as hot and sexy as me? I can guarantee you no one else will be wearing a bolo. Nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Um, it, it will be approximately... Uh, uh, 20 gold pieces each for your custom pieces yeah i've got this one. Oh, great because i don't i just realized i'm i don't have any money i've got it i've got it i've got it thank you is there anything else you all need here the missile has maiden been in recently oh uh not not recently uh, uh, uh people make kind of house calls to him i think i think we sent out one of our tailors to go to his home directly for a, a custom piece, yes. Oh, okay. So you're not expecting him in anytime soon or anything like that? Oh, no. I, right. I, I, his outfit squared away a while ago. So hard to get an appointment with him. Sometimes it's easier to catch him in the streets, you know? Uh, well, if you can even catch him in the streets, you know, he likes to sit in his office more than anything. Busy man. Absolutely. I get it. House calls. That's such a baller move. Okay. We'll go now. As we're leaving, I, I do want to point out, I'm like, um, we should maybe be careful about who we kind of talk about Maiden to. Um, if he happens to die, um, 
And somebody's just like, oh, Emil Mazak from Vinzor's Varieties was asking about him. Might not be the best. That's true. Maybe I should start a paper trail of a reason I'd want to talk to him. Expanding the business, for example. But now we're going to have to kill the Miss Mama or whatever no, her name was. No, she's <laughs> one of a kind. I'll talk to Nanoxus tonight. <laughs> no. no, I don't want some rhino-headed creatures going and killing this poor old woman. I'm sure she killed her son or something in a passion or something. Is there anything you all want to do? Or if not, we could kind of just fast forward to the next day uh, to go see Elizabeth. What's dinner at the Mazax tonight? Oh, God. It's Sloppy Joe night. <laughs> no, I feel like Emil uh, is trying to make every moment right now count. So he makes a specialty. Um, he, he goes to the butcher and he gets like these freshly made sausages that the, the kids love. Um, and they have like a basically like a bangers and mash mm. situation. Yum. Uh, but yeah, I want to make a special. I get Kara's favorite bottle of wine. Oh. Um, I think as a joke, I put one berry on Ellis's plate. <laughs> <laughs> See if he notices. Do I notice? Uh, roll a perception check. I mean, it's a bright red berry against bangers and mesh. I hope he notices. It's a nine. <laughs> I think it like probably just. I mean, I picture Ellis being the type of person to like. You get bangers and mash. Immediately cut up the sausage and like swirl everything together in the plate, and then just like gobble it up. So I imagine the berry might have just gotten swirled up into the oh, mashed yeah. potatoes. I watch it carefully I, I probably... to see if he notices. Maybe at some point I go mm, lingonberries, <laughs> um, and I just. <laughs> just mm, reminds me of my homeland of IKEA. Uh, <laughs> Don't I get don't I get health points? Well, I, I have full health. It does heal you for six points of healing. This bear, this food good. It makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you're like sweating as you're just like gobbling up the food like you've never eaten before in your life. Did you put did you put pre workout in this? I'm feeling amped right now. <laughs> nope, just my. I mean, that's why the girls love it so much. It's such a good meal. <laughs> They're also gobbling. We love bangers and mash. <laughs> Does Loomis have to rest again tonight, or is he get rid of all of his little points? No, I'm good. Right, oh. Becky, because we said that just one rest, or I guess I, technically I had two. Um, no, I am good. Yeah, let's go meet Elizabeth then. All right, you all sleep through the night, take long shower again in the morning. I'm sure get all zhuzhed up for the day. And head out to meet Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth told you to meet you at the Whale's Well, which is a uh, busy tavern out in the Trades District. You all make your way there after kind of dropping Kara off at work and the kids off at school. And you go inside the tavern and it's packed, even though it's like the middle of the day. Dock workers, bank tellers, auctioneers. This is the everyday person's tavern and inn. It's loud. It has a band going at all times on the stage that's in like the middle of the room. The seats and tables ripple out from the stage where there are bars that line two sides of the tavern. And at the very back of the tavern in a quieter corner, you see Elizabeth sitting, enjoying a pint and the music from a distance. Should we sit at another table and have her come to us? I think we're past that at this point. I think we're closer. No, I think we should commit to the bit. I think we should kick everybody out of this bar, <laughs> pay the barkeep a certain amount of gold. Emil, you've got to come. Yeah, I was, I, I was trying to make I a have, joke. I have one gold to my name right now unless I go into the family <laughs> coffers. <laughs> Liquidate. <laughs> now let's just go talk to him. Let's just go talk to her. Okay, sounds good. I miss her. You all sit down at Elizabeth's table. Uh, she like nods at you all in recognition as you come closer. Um, well, good to see you all. Glad that you all made it safely down here. Um, any any troubles along the way? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, of course, as always. Oh, like anything to write home about, or or, or just you know typical travel stuff. No, dude, we were freaking on the freaking riverboat that comes down here, and Almond uh, Margie got murdered. <laughs> Almond Mark. <laughs> Almond Marguerite, he means the businessman. 
Oh, well, that's quite a big name to uh, have died. Um, I do. The riverboat was really nice, though, don't you think? I, I've, I've always liked that riverboat. It's a uh, lot of fun. Do you? I just learned a little bit about you, Elizabeth. Oh, I have fun. You saw me back in Mistfall. I drink. I have merriment. I get drinks with whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Didn't you get on a date with him? Uh, no. No. Oh, it was in his calendar. Oh, that's sucks. <laughs> oh, I think it was supposed to happen like you've... a couple of days ago, right? At, at least, but yeah, I've been down here for like a week now, though. Oh, you just started a villain arc of amazing proportions. <laughs> oh no, Dev, <laughs> by my poor friend Dev. Um, no, but do you know anything about? I mean, should we show Elizabeth some of the stuff we found, Loomis? Yeah, as as Emil says that Loomis pulls out of their pocket the the picture of the red right it was red lily mm -hmm. elizabeth looks it over uh kind of examining the paper I, I i can't say that i this is certainly not the work of like the court down here in vins or anything like that uh so um is, is this someone's like this is a calling card i i assume of this person that you was the this was the murderer yeah, it was the murderer. Emil let him go. All right. Well, she. I was almost. I was gonna die. I think if I didn't push her overboard. Does the name Raya ring a bell? I can't. I can't say that it. It does. No. Insight check. Yeah. Go ahead. Roll an insight. I'll do one too. Yeah. I'm just looking at Elizabeth. <laughs> Twenty-one. Four. No, she seems like, like surprised i guess uh she doesn't this like truly there is no like look of recognition at all at this name i think just surprised that like this seems to be like quite a thought out murder of um this guy yeah i mean this this assassin was sent to purposely kill elmond and uh she did get away she was also crazy shapeshifter and like hella creepy um, I'm afraid she's, like, around right now. You're not the assassin, are you? I, I'm, I'm Elizabeth. How could you say that about Elizabeth? She would never do something like that to us. But it wouldn't be Elizabeth. It would be the assassin is what I'm saying. Oh. <clears throat> but no, it is me, Elizabeth Levax. So, uh, what's the skinny <laughs> on the, on this ball? You know what I'm saying? We're pumped. We just got our little outfits today. We're gonna look cute as hell. Excellent. I, too, got my outfit recently. Um, I will be, just so you all know, I'll be wearing a maroon gown with a maroon mask. Uh, so you'll, you'll see me. I'm sure it's a popular color amongst... Um, oh, we'll, we'll kind of be matching. Uh, will we? Yeah, I'm going for like a dark, dark, deep red kind of vibe, too. Uh, Ellis, roll an insight check. 17. Uh, you see like a slight curl of Elizabeth's like corner of her mouth. All right, let's fucking go, boys. All right. <laughs> um, right, so that's what I'll be wearing. Uh, we did, I, or I, I managed to get some counterfeit invitations, uh, although, uh, Emil, did, you don't need one, I assume. Yeah, I have an invitation. That's great. That's, that's better. So, you know, but we have some counterfeit uh, invitations for you, Loomis and Ellis. Uh, she passes those over to the two of you. So the plan is, uh, discretion obviously, uh, the plan is for me to take the tome, to hand it off to a dwarven man outside within the gardens during the party. Um, from there, I, I can't really do much else lest I grow suspicion around me. Um, so the dwarven man, the dwarven man we know is not the benefactor, but it's someone who must work closely with him. Um, so you all will be on the lookout during the party to see if the Dwarven Man speaks to anyone in particular, does anything suspicious, or does anything with the tome, you know, sort of follow his trail, uh, find any information you can, be on the lookout for anything that might be going on. I believe the Benefactor will be at this party, or someone very close to the Benefactor will be there. The location for this exchange is... is very high profile like too high profile one of the largest parties of the year and they want to watch this exchange happen is my belief 
Uh, they want to know it goes off without a hitch, and the best place for that to happen is at a location where no one would find it strange that they were there too. That's my hypothesis. Um, this benefactor is not a back alley dealer. I believe they are probably a very high profile uh, person as well. Dang. Okay. I think we have the tools in our repertoire to to do some stealthy tailing. But we just want to find out who it is. We're not trying to do anything to them. We just want to figure out some information about their identity. Right. Yes. We just, you know, we don't we don't want to immediately put a target like on our backs by any means. So just information gathering. Know who's kind of been greasing our hands so that way we might uh, you know, just be able to watch our backs a little bit better. Are there any other people of interest at this party in terms of the guest list that we should be aware of? Well, I mean, uh, most of the high-profile people of Venzor will be there, uh, but as far as for for our needs and and wants, uh, I don't I don't believe so. No other members of of the court will be there. Oh no, it's just just the four of us here. Just the inner circle, huh? Right. Yeah. I, I'm I must be honest. I'm not super tapped in on on the the Venzor sort of branch of of the court, so. Uh, who knows what they might be up to, but um, as far as our our branch, uh, it's just the four of us. Uh, just going out on a limb here, um, we heard a little rumor from a little birdie about a certain um, representative of um, Venzor. Maiden Vanbor, does, sure, does the uh, name ring a bell to you? Oh yes, I mean, def- one of the high-profile... Members of the city, you know, leader of commerce within the city. Do you happen to know anything about um, a certain execution he led of, of two people? Um, I remember there being a, um, a, an execution that he specifically pushed for. Um, I mean, it would have been a, a little bit ago, maybe like over, like a decade ago, perhaps, something like that. Uh, I remember it was two women... But uh, I, I don't remember the names or mm. anything. Okay. Good to know. We might, just to keep you in the loop a little bit, Elizabeth, we might have reason to believe that um, somebody might be um, looking at Maiden during the party. So if that happens, just, you know, let's continue to play it cool. Very well. That might play to our favor to, to have a distraction like that. That's a very large target. Why... Why do you do this? Why? What's go- You're not planning on. You go. You you are. Oh fuck no! I'm not doing nothing about nobody. Um, you know, before we teamed up with you in the court, we've met our own interesting people, and certain information travels, and um, this is kind of a one-off thing we heard where I think somebody might be uh wanting to. Ask some questions about that specific murder that took place ten years ago. All right. Well, um, yeah, that, that surely will make that work to our benefit, right? Yeah, I just don't want to spook off whoever the benefactor is if something goes down. Right. Right. Well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out, won't we? Um, I, I don't think at the party we should be seen interacting too too much. You know, uh, you know, a nod here, whatever. Uh, comment back and forth but um just don't want to draw suspicion the the benefactor knows who i am right but they don't know who the three of you are as far as being connected with the with the court so um the less we interact probably the the better but obviously if things go awry um we look out for our own i think something that we have in our favor is that the three of us are very new members of the court so Precisely. P- perhaps part of the reason why why you were brought in. So, thankfully, besides Emil, at least for me and Loomis, nobody knows who the fuck we are, and nobody knows Emil's a part of anything. That's right, yeah. If, if we get caught in the middle of something, we can just claim we were trying to be good citizens or, or be members of the Squirrels Foolies and, you know, be heroes. Yeah, you have, you have a, a couple of um, alibis and... Uh, what is the word? Um titles and uh, uh scapegoats scapegoats yes lots of we have a lot of options here a lot of 
a lot of hooks in the water, if you will. So uh, any any questions? As we're all talking, not necessarily a question for Elizabeth, but I'd like to make sure no one else is like perceiving us have the chat like the four of us together roll a perception check uh 18 uh it's a pretty loud like tavern like even in the middle of the day so like you guys don't have to be like whispering in the corner necessarily um you do see from across the tavern someone at like another table um an elven man kind of just like not like staring in a creepy way or anything but you've like noticed a couple times them like kind of look over at y'all's table um i i lean in and i tell their group that like hey maybe we should cut this short it appears that someone's kind of looking at us do you recognize them elizabeth i i do not know well um unless we have any more information to gather i guess we will see you tomorrow night yes that we will see you then um cheers to you all uh good luck see you then can we have per diem in case we need to like bribe someone we're we're pretty strapped right now at the moment but that's uh, yes, yes. Uh, let's get some of the, the finances. Uh, and she hands each of you 20 gold pieces. Fuck yeah. Nice. To pay for your, your ball outfits, of course. All right, y'all. We should, we should probably scram. Sounds good. As you all head out of the tavern, I think you're probably kind of keeping eyes a little bit on the elven man who glanced over. I want all three of you to make a perception check. Mm. 12 23 21 I think uh, Emil and Ellis as you all uh, are walking out the elven man kind of looks up at you all like you're not like walking by his table or anything he's kind of still like a ways away but he kind of you know is still kind of glancing over at you all and Emil and Ellis you notice that for a brief second their eyes flicker amber oh god um, I'll just say, it's them. It's the assassin. It's the assassin. I don't know. T- I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Run. I don't know what to do. I, okay, what let's is keep wrong walking. With you? What is going on? <laughs> it's them. It's the assassin. It's they've got. Lewis, we giants. have a tango on our six. I need you to keep your eyes focused just, on the exits. Look, be our muscle, please. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> what? Who? Wait, the guy, the, the elven person. Yeah, it's not the guy. It's that weird woman. I grab Loomis. I'm like, don't let me die in front of Elizabeth. <laughs> do I go get him? Do you want me to? No, do- oh. I take. No! I start taking off. <laughs> I'm out of here. Well, I start taking off, but then I stop and like maybe they crash into me and I'm like, wait, we can't lead him to my house or anything. Her we can't lead him. Oh to my, my house. gosh. You're so right. Is he following us? Uh, roll another perception check, all three of you, as you all are now outside of the, the tavern. I probably changed by now. Jesus. I need new dice. Five. Eighteen. Twenty-four. Uh, I think you all are panicked and kind of like standing outside, and uh, you're kind of like making your way down the block a little bit, but you look back, and in the tavern, the, the elven man is still sitting there, like just drinking a beer. Not even like looking at you all they're not following us they're not following us how, how did you know it was the assassin the eyes it was the same eyes that we saw the amber ones they had the oh <laughs> 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 they looked at us funny and their eyes shined amber is there a thing with eggs we need to get some eggs or something we, we need, need a rub we, we need an egg yeah. yeah we need three eggs we need three bees <laughs> um bees it's a whole thing. I'll tell you about it. I'll bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll bob. I'll bob and weave. Uh, maybe take like a an around route as we head back to White towards White Watch. Okay. Yeah. You all. It, again, it's like middle of the day, so it's easy enough to kind of like weave in and out of crowds and kind of like blend in Assassin's Creed style, perhaps even uh, as you kind of join groups and leave groups and 
sit down on the chairs and pretend you're like sewing <laughs> stuff. You know, you guys play Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, Destiny absolutely. Has it, but... Oh yeah. The best yeah. Is just oh, absolutely. Hold down the pickpocket bud. <laughs> yeah. I totally, I totally pay uh, four uh, women of the night a copper so I can stand in the middle of them as uh, we all walk we <laughs> through the crowd. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you all bob and weave your way back to Lightwatch and roll one more perception check as you all are kind of, like, doing all of this to get back. Oh! Uh-oh. Thank God. Ten. Natural 20 for a 25. Eleven. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you are, like, hyper-aware, Emil, knowing that you're on your way back to your family and uh, you are like looking behind you the whole way never see anybody never see amber eyes you assume that uh you, you take like alternate paths to like get to your house and kind of like break up come back together you know do all that and you make it back to your house safely assumably with no trail you feel good about that um and we will end there the next day will be the hollow moon ball we're gonna do a ball but yeah, we'll end with you all at the Mazak home. We have like now three different things for this one party that are <laughs> that could go very, very, very wrong. Yeah. Kenny texted me the other day and was like, well, "You should get a guest, and they could go to the ball." And I was like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh they can't go to the ball. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I can't do a fourth thing in here." Oh gosh. Hey, so this could get dicey. I think this could get a little dicey. I have quite a few little threads there dangling at the ball, don't I? Thanks so much for listening to This Could Get Dicey. You can find us wherever you find podcasts and on TikTok and Instagram at TCGDpod. Uh, please leave a rating or review, tell your friends, share the podcast. It helps us so much. And tune in to our next episode on Wednesday, February 7th.